Welcome friends to the August 15th, 2021 episode of my podcast, Medicine in Action. Unfortunately, the pandemic has taken a turn for the worse, at least in the United States and uh, big parts of the world. So uh, continuing to focus on uh, the COVID situation. I've had uh, multiple conversations with many of you about why the vaccinations are important Uh, why the masks work or why they should be used in multiple other issues. So today I want to start a little bit with this Delta variant. So first, a basic primer on what are variants in the viruses. All organisms, when they divide or they reproduce or they grow, they inevitably make some mistakes in the copying of the DNA or the RNA. The mistake rate is very, very low. For an organism as complex as ours, uh, it could be one per billion copying, or if the mistakes are made, they're corrected. We have correction mechanisms. So unfortunately, the mechanisms are very, very primitive in organisms as viruses and bacteria. So when these mistakes happen, most of these mistakes are either going to be detrimental to the organism where the organism doesn't grow or reproduce anymore or they could be neutral means they really don't have any extra gain of function but occasionally the mutations just by sheer chance will be such that the mutation gives the organism an extra edge or advantage and that's what happened here so this delta variant which is specifically called B.1.6.7.2, was a particular collection of mutations in the spike protein. Those are the knob-like projections we see on the surface of the virus that make it very, very effective in attaching to the human cells and getting and getting entry into the cells. So that's the reason why. So almost uh, two studies have shown that the this particular variant almost 1,000 times higher viral loads are obtained in the back of the throats of infected patients than with the other variants. And this is the reason that we are seeing so much more easier spread of the virus. It is a much more infectious virus. So both things are happening. It reproduces fast, so there's a much higher viral load. Viral load is the amount of virus that will infect the person. And it's also very, very sticky, means that the surface spike proteins adhere to the human cells much more easily, making it far more infectious and deadly. Uh, so the this virus variant just so happens by chance. And of course, the first uh, known cases were in India, and it really wreaked a huge amount of devastation in India. And now, uh, of course, uh, the United States is dealing with it the R0 value, or which is the value that an infected person would spread to how many people, is almost 2.5, much higher. Uh, 2.5 is, is for the average variant. Delta has an R0 of about 8 compared to the other variants. So this is almost as infectious as chickenpox and measles, and maybe even more. So this is the part of the reason why We've had to go back and put restrictions in place, including masking, social distancing, which 
a month or six weeks ago, we were so comfortable relaxing. So we have to respond to the data we have in front of us. Again, the, the big pieces of data are that vaccines absolutely work, especially the Moderna vaccine has been incredibly effective against the Delta variant, even the Pfizer one, slightly less so. So the viral loads in the throats of vaccinated people who become infected, if you become infected, you will still, even if you're vaccinated, the question comes up is if I'm vaccinated, can I, how and why do I get the infection then? Well, if you're vaccinated, you may get the virus grow for a short period of time before your body's immunity catches up. Okay, so the viral load in the throats of vaccinated people who become infected with the Delta rises at identical rates as in the unvaccinated for the first few days. But after the five days, the viral loads in the vaccinated people will drop very quickly. But in the unvaccinated people, that persists. So this is a key set of observation, which is very important reason for vaccination because yes people after vaccination can get a slight infection but vast majority of them if the vaccination was effective in them and they had good immune response to it will overcome it and relatively be either asymptomatic or minimally symptomatic so the chance of hospitalization and the chance of death from the virus after vaccination is incredibly low and the benefits are almost a thousand to one. So almost a 25-fold reduction in chances of hospitalization, 25-fold reduction in chances of death. So that's part of the reason why vaccination is so, so important because vaccination gives your body a slight head start. Then people could say, why is it that we still get the short course of infection? Why is there viral replication if I've been vaccinated? There's a reason for it. And the reason is that most of our immune response after the vaccine, which is given in the form of the mRNA, which will make the protein, spike protein in the body, the response to that comes in the form of an immune globulin called IgG. So IgG will circulate in high numbers in, in the blood and tissues for a period of time, but it's not very high on the surface, which is where the virus attaches. The surface immunity is given by a different antibody called IgA. And this shot does not produce an IgA antibody response, except if you have vaccines that are given as a spray, like there's a flu mist, which is a nasal spray. If you give that, that'll produce a very strong IgA response. And those people tend to not even get the, the first line of you know, defense where the virus cannot even attach to the receptor. So the vaccines do work. They do an incredibly good job. Even if people get the infection, they get a milder case of it. So I want to be very, very clear on it. And again, this pandemic we're seeing primarily in our younger patients. Our uh, children's hospitals are filling up very quickly. The Delta viral dynamics as such, it is much more capable of causing severe disease in a short time. So we will see a huge spike up and a spike down. But in that month or two that we're going to go through this, there's going to be, unfortunately, a lot of misery and death. And that's what we're trying to avoid. And we're hoping that the 
vaccines for the 5 to 11-year-olds will get approved soon because that is our big worry is that as the schools have reopened, these kids are going to start spreading and bringing it home to the family and especially elderly or unvaccinated or immune-compromised patients. So there is no doubt or question the vaccines work. They're not 100%, but they're probably 99 uh, or 98% effective uh, in chances of preventing death or hospitalization. And that's what they're designed to do. They're designed to prevent disease and death. Even if people get a disease which is mild, then that is, that is not a problem. The very, very tiny side effects that we're looking at, in my opinion, are absolutely worth it. So the analogy I've used in a previous podcast is there's probably three to four cases per million of serious side effects with a vaccine. Compare that to a 1% mortality rate Some people have argued with me that it's lower than 1%, even if it's a 0.5%. Please recall, 0.5% of a million is 5,000. 1% of a million is 10,000. Those are the number of deaths we would see. So even a most conservative estimate uh, of the number of deaths from the COVID infection of 0.5, you're looking at 5,000 deaths per million infections and and an adverse effect rate of a vaccine of probably 3 to 4 per million. So not even a question, three to four compared to five to 10,000, it's a no-brainer. So it's unfortunately unpredictable who could get the side effects, but in our first-hand experience, those side effects thankfully are very, very few. So if you're vaccinated, now people are asking me, why is it that I have to mask? So let me talk more about the masks. Again, masks are not perfect. And yes, how we handle the masks are not perfect either. And the purpose of mask is not to eliminate every last bit of the virus particle. The amount of virus entering your body matters. That is the key point. A mask will cut down even a simple surgical mask just by being a barrier protection. Even a cloth mask, even a bandana mask will cut down anywhere from 60 to 90% of the viral particles coming in. You can go up to 95, and as the name says, 95% of viral particle matters will cut down. Small amounts of virus your body can handle much more easily and effectively than large amounts. So if you get a huge amount of virus at the same time, your body's immunity will be overwhelmed, especially if you're not vaccinated and more likely to get seriously ill with serious complications. It's all a matter of time game. If your body gets a little bit of time, if if you cut down the number of virus particles coming in the body and your body has a little bit of a head start with the vaccine, you are at very good odds of not dying from the virus. That's the best I can tell you. So to my friends who say that, you know, we should not reuse masks or we're not using masks properly, it is not perfect. Of course it is not, but masks help. So no matter what, If you have access to a cloth or a mask or a surgical covering, please use it in indoor settings. Again, going into stores, it will help prevent a lot of trouble for you. So we have to interrupt basically the transmission cycle of the virus. And uh, right now we should assume that most people are either infected or infectious and take precautions like that. So even if you're vaccinated, Please do yourself a favor and wear a mask. Use those till this current 
phase subsides. Unfortunately, the next few months are going to be rough. We are going to see a tsunami wave, which is already coming. It started in the south because it's so hot, people are indoors. And as the weather cools up north, people are going to go indoors for the cool weather, and then it transfers up north. So unfortunately, the worst is not behind us yet. So please don't watch the political end of things. This is a medical issue. Let physicians who deeply care about you, let them be your interpreter of data. And yes, a lot of people have come and said to me, we are just overwhelmed. I said, stop looking at social media for guidance. You are not going to get the right guidance from social media or friends even. You should really look for your trusted physicians, your nurses, your people in the healthcare field who are in a position to firsthand tell you because they're seeing these in and out to interpret for us. There is no confusion in my mind, there is no confusion. Without any hesitation, I can say the vaccines work. They save your lives. Masks work. Social distances work. And the pain will unfortunately last another three to four months. But by the time this current wave is over, most likely the pandemic will die a quick death because most people would have seen the virus one way or the other, either with a nice little shot which would be a friendly kiss or a battle, which would be an infection. So you choose. I hope you choose the vaccine. Be well, be safe. Till next time. Thank you.